Welcome back to the Raised by Sports podcast. I'm Rashid Wallace. I'm here with all day. Yay. Who are you? Yay. Who are you this week? Um, if you're Rasheed Wallace, then I gotta then I gotta be Ben Wallace. We don't, the Wallace mm. brothers. Thanks. Okay. Palace at okay. the palace. You feel me, Cal? Who, who are you? Cal, uh, Cal, I gotta I gotta be I gotta be real. I gotta no, be real. Cal, you kind of look like Darvin Ham though. Oh, you gotta do. I know you, you gotta, gotta do. do. You, gotta do. <laughs> you look like Darvin Ham, low key. Josh. Oh yeah, J O S H is in the building because Gilkey is in Vegas being debaucherous. Uh, Josh, who are you this week? Um, Darko Milicic. I like that okay. nigga bald ass head. <laughs> what? Nigga said he likes his bald head. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yo, uh, we're here. Uh, another episode, another storm. We got a lot to talk about today. Before we talk about that, we got to start the show how we do every week, man. Yes, the player. This is low key my favorite part of the show because I just be thinking how I can make y'all lives hell for 60 seconds every week, man. Um, Yay's at six. Well, yeah, you're at six, right? Yeah, you're at six. Gilkey's not here, so Yay has a chance to, uh, you know, widen widen the gap. Gilkey's at five, right? Gilkey's at five. Calvin's at one. Josh, you are at zero. Uh, so yeah, today, uh, we're we're staying on the NFL wave. We're doing the NFL guy. If none of y'all get this. I wouldn't be surprised. This is a doozy. I can't even yeah. lie to you. I need y'all to dig, dig deep on this one, okay? Dig deep, because I only got about five hints to give you, all right? So, guess the player, 60 seconds, NFL edition. Let's go. Uh, this is a tight end, all right? Just so y'all know, this is a tight end. He was drafted in 2003, first round pick 24. I don't really think that matters, to be honest. Um... He played for three teams in his career. He won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. Uh, he was a member of the team that won the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say which team. He won the Super Bowl in 2007. This was Super Bowl. I can't do Roman numerals, so y'all just got to use your imagination. He won a Super Bowl in 2007. He's a tight end. Dallas Clark. Wow. Yes, sir. Colts, baby. Wow. Colts. Okay. Oh, the Colts. Oh. Okay, yeah. Wow. Okay. Sure. Oh, even when I think that it's too hard of a player, this thing Yay swoops in. Hey man, with oh. the one last week, that that Edrin, that Edrin James, that was the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, yes, Dallas sir. Clark. Uh, he was, he, yeah, he was the premier tight end for Peyton Manning for eight. Yeah, well, he played for the Colts longer than I thought he did. He played for nine seasons. Wow. This, the um, Super Bowl threw me off because I was thinking because Jason Witten was that draft, wasn't he? Mm. He was like I, he was. I, I, I have no idea what. Uh, I guess Jerry Shockey. So I'm not even close. That that uh, that was honestly, Josh. That's not bad. That's not a bad guess because the Giants did win a Super Bowl the next year. Yeah, that's why I thought it was. And it was a tight end. Um, uh, who would you say, Cal? Do you say Jason Witten? Yeah, I feel like Jason Witten was was drafted that year. Maybe he wasn't first round. No, you're right. No, you're you're absolutely right. He was drafted that year, third round. Pick oh, 69, okay. drafted to the Cowboys. But even then, you should have known that the Cowboys don't got no ring. Not in the 2000s. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jason. Cowboys ain't had a ring since Jason Witt was a teenager. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Because Jason Witt was born in 82. But, yeah, shout out Dallas Clark. I think he's really uh, first team all forgotten type guy. So, was a first team all pro guy in 09. 5,000 career receiving yards. But, yo, 
Uh, let's move on to somebody who will not be forgotten. Uh, definitely, we'd be remiss. We we wouldn't be a sports podcast if we did not start the show with uh, acknowledging, giving respect, props, all that to Bill Russell. Um, Bill Russell did pass away at the age of 88 um, two days ago, <laughs> Sunday, July 31st. Um, passed away of natural causes. Uh, he was dealing with a lot of health issues here and there um, in the past uh, like decade or so. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's so f- not funny, but it's kind of ironic that over the last couple of weeks, a lot of the sports discourse has been about how JJ Reddick went on first take and, you know, <laughs> you know, dogged Bob Cousy and those guys, Oh, they played against plumbers. Then Jerry West busts back at him and says, well, what did you do? <laughs> You average 12 points a game in your career. Like, who's who's J.J. Reddick? And, you know, we have, it's like every other episode, you get on TikTok or social media, we're doing a list. Top 10 of all time, top 15 of all time. And I feel like one of the guys who really gets kind of like left out of a lot of those discussions, like we acknowledge him, but we don't at the same time, is Bill Russell. Um, you know, we we all have like, you know, Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Shaq, Will, all those guys. And we leave Bill Russell out because I feel like a lot of people will say, hey, he, you know, he did all these things, but did it really matter? Did it really count? And if you really look at it and like apply some nuance to it, Bill Russell winning as much as he did when he did is arguably more impressive of anybody winning anything today. Um, like if you really think about it, like play, winning 11 championships in Boston, Massachusetts in the fifties and sixties, bro. Like he's going on road trips, coming home and people are breaking to his house, riding nigga with the hard ER on his garage, defecating in his bed. Uh, he, you know, he's playing, he's, he's winning Olympic gold medals for a country who didn't even care about him. The whole reason that he grew up in San Francisco well, in Oakland is because his family had to move from Louisiana, from Monroe, Louisiana, because of it was so you couldn't be black and live in Monroe, Louisiana in the 1930s. He was born in 1934, uh, 11 championships, five MVPs, 12 time all-star, all-star game MVP, 11 time all NBA, four time rebounder champion, won two. How many NCAA championships he won? He won two of those two NCAA championships, gold medal. Uh, was a four-time. Uh, he got two kid. championships as a uh, coach too. Yeah, two championships as a coach. First, first black coach in the NBA. Um, won two rings in '68 and '69. There's only one uh remaining living player off the 1957 championship team. That's the first time Bill Russell won a ring. Um, and that's Bob Cousy. Um, but we're starting to lose a lot of those guys from the '50s and the '60s. A lot of those guys who really pioneered the league. Um, so I just want to say, like, I definitely have been guilty of, you know, making my top 10 list, my top 15, and really using Bill Russell as a footnote, like, okay, he's nine, he's 10, he's 11, Steph Curry's moving in, I'm moving Bill Russell out. But definitely want to acknowledge, you know, on the record that, you know, I what Bill Russell did was wildly impressive in its own way and just as important and as impressive to me with those factors included than whatever anybody's doing today or in the 90s or in the 80s or whenever. Um, so yeah, that's just my little spiel on Bill Russell. If y'all have anything, definitely add it. I will, oh, did you want to go yeah? Oh, I was going to say, so I think it's crazy that he was able to do everything he did. Like, his resume is 
It's crazy. And so, like, you know, I think he definitely got his flowers while he was here. I, I know a lot of basketball players and basketball heads were able to meet him, you know, got some good wisdom from him. So, you know, rest in peace to the to the great. Um, I And I said this, and I jokingly said this, but I'm serious about it. I still put him where I put him on my list. Right. I think that's what I think that's where people need to understand. You can still respect the game. You still can respect players. You can also respect someone who's passed away without having to say, "Okay, well, now that he's passed, let me put him higher than what I would have rated him before. So I think as basketball guys who are going to talk about this for years to come, you still respect him for doing what he did. But you can still put him where you had him in your list. Do not make this. I mean, yeah, feel I, like you have to shift. You know, like I, I know you didn't say you were going to shift. No, 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 I, no. For I'm those not, who who would, I'm shift. not shifting. I'm. I think that I think a lot of people have conversations about like the basketball Hall of Fame being like so easy to get into and whatnot. But I think there also still needs to be an acknowledgement that the NBA, like when we have these top fifteen, top twenty discussions, bro. These are like. The NBA, has their top 15 and top 20 is up there with every other league, bro. If we're talking pure talent, transcending people, people who impacted the culture, like no other league has their top two or top three for that matter, has people that impacted the culture more than Michael Jordan, LeBron James and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like in their top three in terms of impacting the culture and how important they were to not only society, but to black people. You feel me? Like, so... Just because Bill Russell is not in my top 10 or top 11 or he's, I think he's like 11 or 12, something like that. I don't want that to be like, oh, well, you saying he trash. Hell no. Like, of course yeah. not. Like, you know, what I'm saying he's still right there with me with Moses Malone. And I think I got like D Wade at 15 or something. Steph Curry is moving in. Kevin Durant's right up there. So, uh, yeah, the NBA's top 15, bro, top 20. You're still a wildly impressive person. It's just that top 10. It's crowded as hell, bro, like we talked about. But, yeah, what you got? Um, <clears throat> just kind of echoing the same sentiments, like, you know, like what you all said. Um, the biggest story that kind of stuck out to me in hearing all the stories about Bill Russell was that he w- he ran the first integrated basketball camp <laughs> in Mississippi after Medgar Evers Adder- yeah, was killed. Yeah. Um, and I think that was the biggest tell-all because I think it was Michael Wilbon talking about it. And he was like <clears> – <throat> You know, no disrespect to Russ, but you're over here, you know, crying and complaining about people calling you West Brick. Yet this man literally risked his life to run a basketball camp, essentially, um, for someone that he was close to. So I think I think just that story, but just it 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 um, not cultivates, but it it represents all that Bill Russell was about um, and that he was willing to just put the needs of, you know, whether it was his team, his people um on a pedestal opposed to himself yeah he was a huge civil rights activist uh and people need to put bill russell's name up there in terms of a sports activist like people do muhammad ali like people do kareem abdul jabbar like he was a huge activist his career started out with like like yeah like you're talking about like the 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 vitriol and whatnot like he was drafted to the st louis hawks he wasn't drafted to the Celtics. The St. Louis Hawks drafted him and said, I don't know why they drafted him, because they said, hey, we refuse to. We, we don't want to field a black player. We're, we're not going to play a black player. And so then he had to be traded to the Boston Celtics, who surprisingly, it's really weird, but Boston was a little less racist than St. Louis at the time. But I guess we're kind of like just pulling hairs on that one because they were both wildly racist cities. Um, but yeah, he was drafted to the St. Louis Hawks. But Josh, what you got, bro? Um... 
I feel like a lot of the rhetoric about Bill Russell, like this past few days have been like, I've actually learned a lot about him as an individual more so than a player. Um, I, I, the story that I say that probably sticked out to me the most was like, you know, Bill Russell was around during the time of Will Chamberlain and that Bill Russell had every capability to score and do all the things that Will Chamberlain could do. But he, he chose to instead focus on the defensive end and rebounding and decided to trust his teammates. And I feel like that story is really impactful because that just, that's an overall like statement or sentiment on who he was as an individual. He's very selfless and he was, he was more so about the bigger picture. So I feel like not only did we lose, you know, a great basketball player, we lost a great man because Bill Russell has done a lot for not only basketball fans, but just people in general. So that's that was, I guess, my big well, and that, and I didn't know he averaged like 23 rebounds a game, which is yeah. crazy. On his yeah. Career. Wow. yeah, and I think, I, I think it would, it would kind of be like, I don't want it would be, I don't know if it'd be weird for them to do it now. I thought they should have always done this. I thought like number six should be retired across the league, me personally, um, just in, t- in terms of Bill Russell. I just think that those are certain, there are certain guys that just like that, like, need, like, I think once LeBron goes. 23 should be retired as well. Not just for LeBron, but for him and Jordan. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if y'all agree with that, but like, because there are other, like, like you know. Miami did it. Miami retired. Yeah, like the MLB retired Jackie Robinson's number. Um, Like, period. Like, nobody's going to wear. Jackie Robinson were 45, right? 42. 42. I think, I, I think it my should fault. be Bill and only Bill just because, like, to get an honor like that, I feel yeah. like your impact has to be just so much more than just your sport. And Facts. Jackie Robinson obviously had that. So I would say for Kareem, I wouldn't say necessarily for 23, just because like, you know, Michael Jordan and LeBron James, though, you know, LeBron has done great things in the community and all that. But like, yeah. he, it, it ain't Bill Russell, civil act, Facts. civil rights activist Facts. type of yeah, thing. So I, I would say, I, I, I would say I agree six. with that. Yeah, I, agree I, that, yeah. I, I, I can see what you're saying. I, I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it at all. But yeah, NBA, let, let's retire six. Um, and I, I would hope that you know the NBA season starts in two months, two uh, three months. No, two months. It's August. Wow. Yeah. So, NBA- so they probably they probably won't <laughs> yeah. be able to get it done by then. Well, well, not. I'm just saying. I would hope that we're going to see a lot of commemoration for Bill Russell in this coming season and things of that nature. Um, because it's the Bill Russell Finals MVP, right? That's the okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I just just a whole bunch of commemoration. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Time, God, time flies. Like y'all know the Hall of Fame game is Thursday. Like for the NFL uh, football, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's flying, yeah, nigga. Bro. I've been I've been waiting bro. for these, these football. <laughs> what? Today. Like, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, from Raised by Sports podcast, family, bro, Bill Russell. You have our utmost respect forever and always. Rest in peace to a legend. Um, I don't really know how to properly segue from Bill Russell. To what you about to put? Because I saw, listen, I saw yeah. that and I was like, nigga, this is not going <laughs> I, I to go crazy. And I, 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 I hate it that, of course, I hate that Bill Russell passed, of course. But the fact that he passed and then the net, like literally 12 <laughs> hours later, we get the judge's decision on Deshaun Watson. So, hey, guys, if you're out there and you listen for continuity, sorry, but we're here now. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Everybody's been waiting um, patiently. The NFL season literally starts in a little under six weeks, I believe. Uh, we get our first real action regular season on Thursday night football. Uh, we get the Bills and who, uh, the Rams. Yeah, Bills and Rams, right? Yeah, Bills and Rams on Thursday night. For, for what? Thursday night football. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about the Hall of Fame game. I no, was, no, no, I don't no. Think Hall of Fame, it. bro. It's like Jacksonville and and the Raiders. Ew, it's horrible. Oh God. That's going to be some ugly football. But, yeah, we get the <laughs> Bills um, and the Rams on Thursday Night Football to open the season. And people yeah, have been patiently patiently waiting. Um, yeah, that game's going to be wild. Uh, but people have been patiently waiting for the decision on the Deshaun Watson case. Uh, now, from my understanding, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Um, they did have a retired federal judge um, make this decision. I believe that Roger Goodell does have the power to uh, – give more games if he wants to uh which i don't really know if he will because i feel like if roger goodell gives more games than the nfl the nfl players association is going to um like you know fight well, I, well i think i think the only thing that they can do now is they can only like appeal the decision yeah. and like try to get another judge involved yes yeah, so the judge uh, so a lot of people kind of have some issues with uh the ruling naturally nobody's ever going to agree on anything but especially something as like polarizing as this uh the fact that one he only got six games we look at guys like calvin ridley who was received a 17 game year-long suspension um for gambling on nfl games um even though he did not gamble on it on his own team technically um we look he, at he still was stupid for that I mean, absolutely, duh. Why, why would you use your own name? <laughs> we look at Josh Gordon, whose career has been derailed by substance abuse and smoking. Basically, um, he's received he's been suspended more than 20, uh, 25 plus games uh, for that. Uh, and so, yes, Sean Washington got six games. Uh, he also does not he does not miss any of his signing bonus. He did only receive six games with no pay, but he keeps his entire signing bonus. I believe a forty five million dollars. Um, the rest of his contract is fine. Uh, the judge, there was a lot of like polarizing like wording in her ruling i actually read the entire ruling she goes on to say that like uh deshaun what he did is like egregious and like we're not standing for this and then she spends it for six games <laughs> um she says although this is the most significant punishment ever imposed on an nfl player for allegations of non-violent sexual conduct mr watson's pattern of conduct is more egregious than any before reviewed by the nfl um I nevertheless believe it appropriate for Mr. Watson to limit his massage therapy to club directed sessions and club approved massage therapists for the, the duration of his career. And so impose this mandate as a condition to his reinstatement. Mr. Watson is to have no in adverse involvement with law enforcement and must not commit any additional violations of the policy. So, yeah, basically six games. And if you want a massage, it has to be approved by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I will say that is kind of a crazy clause, but he need that because he uh, apparently he can't control himself, honestly. Uh, and yeah, you know what I feel like is going to happen? I feel like he's going to get an end with whoever is the one approving his sessions and they still going to finagle something because I feel like he's like I feel like for him to have this many like accounts against him. He's like addicted to that. Shit. You know what you know I what want? Deshaun, so you're going to have some free time on your hands in the next month, bro. Next month or two. Come give us an interview, dog. Uh, we, we Carolina boys too, bro. Come give us an interview because I have questions. I want to know, why did you need to have over 60 massage therapists in a, a year and a half? I want that's, that's what I want to know. I just want to know. That boy, Over 60? Like, bro. <laughs> and here's the thing. Have y'all ever gotten a massage? Yes. Right? Yes. 
Yeah. It's cool. Feels great, but like I don't feel the need to go get a. And you know what? I'm not playing a contact sport, even though Deshaun hasn't really played a contact sport in like two years. But you know, I don't know. Uh, I just I do feel like I think the NFL a lot of times has like um they haven't they have opportunities to like really let us know like what they stand for and things of that nature, and. I don't know. I I think it should have been more than six games, me personally. Uh, but I'm not surprised by him only getting six games. I'm yeah. glad I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Dre. Yeah. Because another thing that Judge Sue Robinson said in her in her um in her statement, whatever you call it, um, is that part of her ruling was based on previous suspensions that the NFL has given out for similar crimes, most of which have been violent. You know, obviously Deshaun's wasn't. And so that was partly why she gave him six games, too. So, like, NFL, it's kind of your fault why she went low because y'all have been bullshitting around this issue long before Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. um, the NFL has had a long history of its players having, sex, you know, sexual assault, um, rape, you know, rape accusations and charges. Um, you know, I remember Ben Roethlisberger, wait, wait, you know, when we were in middle school or whatever. He had two women who were sexual assault, sexual assault slash rape, and he got two games. So it's like, you guys have always dropped the ball on this um, and, and have never cared. So, like, I, I'm not I think six games is adequate. I think it's a good median that both sides are can be, you know, as close to happy as they will be. Um, and I think I think six games is solid. Yeah, Ben, he got uh, yeah, he got six games back in 2010. Oh, so he um, did get six. Okay, he got I, six I games. I thought back he only 10. had like two or something, something crazy. No, he got six games. Well, no, I, I yeah. think they tried to get him for like 10 or 12. And they dropped it down to six, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember the exact story, but I think I know they dropped it down some. Yeah, I just I don't know. And yeah, you bring up a good point. Like they're definitely going off of like a barometer of sense. Like, hey, we gave this for that or this for that. I don't know. It just I think the optics just look kind of weird when you just like say, well, Calvin Ridley was betting on stuff, which is also nonviolent. I, if we're going to use the terminology of nonviolent then why is he getting an entire year? You know what I'm saying? And it but just, it's just it's just like the judicial system, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? People are, you know, it, it's it's where the money is. Like, people are getting money. 25 years for weed, right? Whereas somebody who could be accused for rape may get five to ten, which doesn't make any sense. I think that doesn't make oh, any gosh. sense to any of us. <laughs> But it that that happens in our society. So think about it on a scale of the NFL. You've got two players who are, I'm going to say this word lightly, elite in their positions at the time of when this happened. I mean, they're right? not, that's, you're not wrong. They're all, yeah. Because yeah. listen, because everybody's going to look at like Big Ben, you know, he, oh, he, but back in 2010, he was, elite. yeah, he was the man. You're yeah. talking about two elite guys who have had some situations with whatever. They're going to let that slide, just like they let uh, Robert Kraft slide in his little massage parlor joint. But ain't, ain't <laughs> nah, nobody Rob, talking about no, Robert Kraft. No, you, you know yeah, saying? Cal, pay, payola, my boy. Money I know, talks. Listen, and, and that's what I'm saying. And so I think, <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're right in what you're saying, Dre. Like, he probably definitely deserves more games. But Ye is right, right behind you saying, yo, they got to set the precedent the right way. Or otherwise, you're not gonna know. Because well, no, the you see what happened. Already been set. That's well, the yeah, yeah, yeah. already been set. It, it's just it. It's like I don't know. It's just things. There's different judges and whatnot. I don't. Whenever I think shit like this, I always think of Colin Kaepernick. Like he immediately comes to the forefront of my mind. Um, and and yeah. So, Josh, what you got? 
Are you on mute, Josh? Um. Okay. True. I. True. I think right. that he should have got at least. I thought I thought he should get at least eight games, but I mean, because I know the NFL was pushing for a full year suspension. Um. So like, I'm not gonna really like go too hard on the NFL because this was a third party's decision. But at the same time, like, I can understand six games as well because he did miss the entirety of all last year. So I don't know if people are really counting that into the games as suspension or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like that, that like, no matter, no matter what happens, you're not going to make everyone happy. So just having a decision and sticking to that is the best thing the NFL can do. Because even if the NFL now wants to appeal, appeal it, it makes the NFL look weak just because, like, Y'all don't have any type of consistency when it comes to these issues anyway. So the fact that you're trying to fight for more doesn't even really make any sense. Um, I just I think that the whole situation with Deshaun is crazy because he's already he's getting paid a, an absorbent amount of money to play football while this was happening. So like. I feel like the, the NFL has definitely made it clear on where they where they stand on these type of issues. So it's not really surprising to me. I personally wish he would have got so like I don't know. I don't I don't think that it's like far fetched or th- like anybody should be surprised. I think a big reason why he didn't get why, you know, I think they had a good argument as to why he shouldn't have got that many games is because not one but two grand juries decided not to indict him on criminal charges. Um and I don't know about y'all, but OJ Simpson is the only black man I've ever seen get off on a, on something that he was guilty of. And so for him to get off on two, um, you know, two juries not indict. And then I believe when uh, Judge Sue Robinson brought like, you know, wanted to talk to the girls uh, out of the 25 of them. I think she only like took the word of like four of them. She only she only viewed them as credible, she said. Um, so I think those factors played into it as well. I think this was a really gray area because it was just like more so he was just being weird and making them uncomfortable and like right on kind of that borderline of harassment and assault. Um, yeah. But I, but I, I think six games is valid. I think the real, the, the kind of the true messed up thing is, you know, obviously when they did his contract, they did it with, and it's a suspension in mind, which is why his base salary is, you know, a million dollars. And he got the 45 as a sign. The Browns, kinda na- the Browns are kind of nasty here too, bro. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't because they didn't talk to any of the girls before doing that. So that, Browns, that was kind of messed. That was the Browns up. are nasty. This is why I'm from there and ain't never yeah. rooted for that shitty ass franchise. <laughs> like the Browns, they also y'all. If like tell us you're desperate, well, tell us you're desperate, bro. Like, come on now. And listen, I'll say this before we move on real quick. Deshaun, you got your six games. That's cool. That's cute. You better not come. You better not come and stink it up. You better be who we remember from 2020. If but he, Dre, do you you know who the game he comes oh back to gosh. play? He plays the Ravens. Yeah, he comes yes. back to play Ravens. Yeah, and then listen. comes back and then play the Cincy next week. Like, hey, listen, bro, it's, Deshaun, it's hey, bro, you better you if you gonna come back week seven, you better live up to that 230 million dollar contract. You bet if you come out here and be because we've seen it, bro. NFL players be the first guys to look different real quick. You know what I'm saying? First guy to come to mind, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz immediately comes to the forefront of my mind. MVP candidate, all that. And now he 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 might lose. I'd be surprised he the quarterback in Washington in week five. <laughs> like wow. He being well, he being he being passed around. 
<laughs> Indianapolis sold the farm for him and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, we ain't mean all that. Less than a year later. Nah, we, they get, listen, they got my boy Matty Ice out there. Right? Not, Indianapolis not only got that man, they brought that man to his former MVP office of coordinator, Frank Wright. It was like, yo, hey, let's get it. Hey, scraps. So listen, Deshaun. You don't come in here and be trash, but you with the Browns. That's a, we know that's a cursed franchise. So if you were gonna be trash or anybody, it'll be the Browns. Um, but yeah, man, Deshaun, stop being nasty. Uh, moving on real quick, let's play a real quick game of what's the word before we uh, predict <laughs> before we predict the AFC South, man. Uh, last week, this kind of flew under the radar. Not didn't really fly under the radar, but it's a lot going on. Draymond Green, it is time for him to sign an extension. Uh, he is asking for, I believe, for a, a four-year extension that would pay him about $33 million a year. This would take him through his, uh, this would take him through year, like 37, 30, almost like creeping up on 38 years old. Um, and he says, yo, I, I'm worth it. I'm worth, you know, when we, we, and this is real interesting because we just saw Draymond, like we get it, the impact defensive leader, all that, but you average like seven, seven and five. And you, you were real close to like, you got benched in the finals. And we remember that uh, you got benched in one of those fourth quarters. He did. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. Man, I don't no, remember that one. No, he did. No, they one. no, they took it. They I, for, yeah. I, I forgot I forgot which game it was. I'm gonna look it up real quick. But he did get benched for like half of like a fourth quarter, I believe. Um yeah. Yeah. They took the Yeah, they bent yeah, yeah. They uh he got benched in game four. He got benched game four in the fourth quarter. Is that when they got blown they, out though? They, no, they, yeah, no, they got they, blown out. No, they won that game. Yeah, they won. Oh, is, what, is that the game where they blew them out? Yeah, they won by twenty. Yeah, that, he that's probably lost. No, no, they no, 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 no. There's just no, no reason to bring him back in. No, 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 no. Yo, no, he got benched for the fourth quarter. The, the game wasn't decided yet when he got benched. And he's but not everybody to, starts the fourth quarter though. They'll they'll play. They'll let the bench ride out for the first four he, minutes or five no. minutes, and then they probably got they probably was beating them too bad by then. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold yeah, I on. think I think you should look into that. However, I oh, yeah, will go say ahead, this. go ahead. Yeah, what's the word, Cal? For I, Dray- Draymond asking for a max deal. Um, smart, because I'm gonna tell you like this: there's if I am not the Golden State Warriors, I do not pay Draymond Green that money. Obviously, right? If if I if I am not the uh the the Warriors, I don't need him. Now the Warriors really don't need him, but they're gonna give him the money out of good faith because they're like, yo. No, because listen, yay, you can plug and play guys like Draymond. You could put a Bam out of bio on that team, and he could still have some of that same impact. Wait, can you lose no. it? No, no, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Draymond is the heart and soul of that of that team. I, I I feel that, but I think he is of the most replaceable piece on that team than anybody else. Oh wait. Yo, so hold up. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because Draymond Green is not doing this if he goes to the Celtics, if he goes to the Knicks, if he goes to any of these other teams, he's not having the same system. It's that, not that gonna would, work. But like that's would, the that's I the would. point though, is that yeah. he he is he fits perfectly into their system. And he is by far and has been since this whole dynasty started, the leader of that team. He yeah. is the one who got Kevin there. 
He is the one, game seven, 2016, 35 and what, 15 and nine uh, assists. And he honestly, is the guy yeah. who took a pay cut so they could get Kevin and he foresee, foresaw and, it two, three and years to be, out. To be, to be honest, like speaking on the pay cut, I think he was due more money in 2019, low key, than he got. He got four years, 100 million. But I think you got to, I think you got to listen to how his teammates talk about him. Like, yeah. I remember right after they won the finals, he did a, he did a Draymond Green podcast episode, like backstage of like the Boston Celtics, like, arena td garter and like he just had his teammates come in and cycle through i think clay was there iggy came through uh gp3 came through um is it gp it's 3p3 right or gp2 mm -hmm. okay gp3 yeah he came through um so yeah i think honestly me personally i don't know if this is a hot take or not i think the most replaceable part like the big time most replaceable part of that nucleus that just won is andrew wiggins me personally yeah i think andrew wiggins i think that you can go get a cheaper three and D guy from around the league that is going to come in and play hard can give you 10 to 15 points a game and lock down or play good defense at the very least on the best, if not second best player on the other team. But I don't know if I'll call Draymond replaceable. Um, He's definitely replaceable. I would, I, I would say, and I, I would say my His, word. Oh, go ahead. Drake, I, I would say fault. my word for Draymond as for the contract is just, uh, I would say business-like. I think it's business like I think I would not be surprised if him asking for this max deal is not just a tactic from his agent to say, hey, this is what we're asking for. And then I wouldn't be surprised if they meet somewhere like a two or three year extension with a player option for like 75 million or something like that. Go like eight to nine million dollars less a year annually. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happens. Um but, but yeah, and also this can ring around the league to if you think the Orlando Magic or the fucking Detroit Pistons or somebody wouldn't go give Draymond Green a max deal like to see if he could come in and like be a veteran or energize or whatever, because they're, the Warriors are not doing that. Dre. They're but not no, doing that. bro, hey, you, you know, you know who would be nice to get him though? Who? Memphis. Bro, I think he only, would fit and no, perfectly. Cal, only reason I think, no, I listen, like Cal, that, only, reason, only reason I say that is because there's teams like Memphis who have the bread to do it and know that the Warriors can't match it. The Warriors cannot afford to match that. So if, if, the, if, I'm, if I'm the Memphis Grizzlies, see, if I'm the GM and I'm hearing that, hmm, I don't know. Draymond 100% fits that offense and can be the playmaker next to Ja Morant so Ja can play a little bit off the ball a little bit more. Can I don't know. I think it's not too far-fetched to imagine Draymond getting that contract just not from the Warriors because P.J. Tucker is getting is still getting cashed out. You know what I'm saying? Not saying PJ Tucker. PJ, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker, a different type of role player, though. But we no, and, and no, he's a, and he's a lesser type of role player, which is my point. He's a lesser type of role player. Uh, but he's a more specific role player. That's, that's uh, Dre, Draymond is as well. Draymond is as well. He's just he mm. just, they just have they just have different games. And honestly, Draymond, yeah. like if you're talking on the court, is he re is he replaceable for sure on the court? Yeah, like you can probably get somebody else to set screens and, you know, be a playmaker, you know, be kind of that point forward. However, I think Draymond's value is off the court, galvanizing the troops, being able to build that camaraderie, being able to be that glue guy to get everybody on the same page, being able to be that mentor for the young guys like Moody, Kaminga, Jordan Poole. Like they all talk about that year where Steph and all them were hurt. He was the only guy playing the development that he was able to give those guys. And just a guy who has been through it all at each step, like Steph, you know, he's a 
he's, you know, Steph is a happy go lucky, you know, he's kind of just out the way. He's not really going to step up and like be more vocal. Draymond is that. And you can when you don't have that, it's evident. Um, but my word would be seniority just cause he's been there from the jump. Um, he's got it out the mud. And I think, you know, People are worried about, oh, we're well, giving them too much money. How are you going to fill out the rest of your team? This is an organization who has proven time and time again they can find those diamonds in the roughs. They know how to player develop. So, you know, take it, you know, having a quote unquote bad contract wouldn't hurt them too much. Yeah, it's um the Warriors, they're going, they're about to show us how good of a front office they really are because Poole, Kaminga, Clay, and Draymond are all due for contract extensions in the next year. Um, and Clay's going to be the oddball out. You think so? Oh, I don't no. think. No, I think, I think Clay. I think Clay is gonna be the eyeball, bro. Out, I, if that ends up happening, that's gonna break my heart, bro. I'm it's gonna be, break mine too. I'm though. gonna be genuinely sad. If but Clay, let, Clay gonna get cashed out of wherever he go though. So. I mean, yeah, of but course. it's not. It's not the Bay, Cal. It's not the yeah. Bay. Hey, hey no, I don't, I don't send think that, Josh, send, out. send that man. Send that man to L.A. Oh, LeBron, for sure. LeBron need a little. Josh, help, what's what's the word, my boy, for Draymond wanting his deal? Um, I would say crafty would be my word only because like, I don't know, like I, I, when Draymond says something, I feel like you have to pay attention. You know, like, I really don't think he's bluffing when he says that he, he, he wants that bag and he's not playing around about it. Like, I don't, I don't think he's really going to push too far off of that. Like, I think that just in the position that he's in, like age, they just came off a championship. He has the leverage per se. Um, and I do also think that there will be plenty of teams lined up to sign Draymond Green. So I think it's crafty. I think he knows that the Warriors, they're probably tired of paying or paying this that luxury tax. I know that he probably thinks that like a lot of people think that they're on the way out, but I feel like Draymond has, he's, he's willing to bet and invest on himself. So I don't know. I, I like it. I think, I think Draymond could, could fit on a lot of, of, of playoff caliber teams and push them to the next level. Maybe not a championship, but definitely get them to the next level. I, I think he has that capability. I think there's an incredible amount of value in having been there before. Like to be in a locker room and say, yo, I've been in every single playoff scenario you could imagine. I've been down 3-1. I've been up 3-1. I've been in a finals that we lost. I've been in the finals we won 4-0. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the finals as an old guy, like every single scenario. Like if he was to be with somebody like the Grizzlies, for instance, them Grizzlies boys ain't none of them been there before. You know what I'm saying? They've been second round and that's it. But Draymond come in there and say, yo, we down 2-1 in the West Conference Finals. I've been here before. This is how we gonna, this is how we're gonna execute. Ja can't speak to that. Jaron Jackson Jr. can't speak to that. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think there's incredible value in having been there before. Like, just, I mean, another, we, yeah, an go ahead. Yeah. Another, t another team, because like, like he wouldn't go to the Detroit Pistons. Well, he might if they get if they give him the bag. If they if they start no, if they start getting it, on the right track, he might go there. Like he's gonna want to go somewhere he's a where Michigan, he can win. He's a Michigan boy, though. Remember, he is, so. but he's not gonna go there if the if they're you know yeah losing. that's facts that's facts. So they would have to be on up and come. But another team that I thought of too, in addition to Memphis, that would probably throw the bag at him is Dallas. Like those team, those young teams who just kind of can't get over that hump. Those are the teams where Draymond is going to be able to fit right into, and those teams will probably throw a bag at him. Uh, but let's not forget, he is represented by Rich Paul. He he's gonna get that bag for sure. Yeah, he's he gonna get a bag <laughs> from somebody. Facts. Uh, let's in the essence of time, let's cut what well, let's do one more. What's the word? Then we're gonna move to these record predictions real quick. Um, 
DK uh, Metcalf and Debo Samuel signed contract extensions in the last week. Uh, De- Debo was the more high profile one because he like held out for so long, if you will. DK kind of just signed his and said, OK, here we are. Clearly bag chasing because the Seahawks ain't winning nothing but an imaginary ring this year. It's about to get ugly. It's going to be bad, um, especially playing in that division. Um, but Debo, it, I was I thought Debo was holding out so that he could be damn near the most the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL and that just did not happen he ended up actually signing the same deal that DK signed after DK signed it it I was perplexed they both got three years 71 million 58 guaranteed I think they got different signing bonuses but who cares uh the 58 million guaranteed is the number that everybody was focusing on um but yeah uh, Debo Samuel is uh, 26 years old. There is a lot of health concern from someone like me because I know they play him at running back. Uh, he has shown some injury, you know, stuff uh, early on in his in his young three year career. So who knows what he's going to look like into this contract and at the end of it. But what's the word for Debo and DK signing the exact same deal? Yeah. Um, finessed. <laughs> I think Wait, who I think got I, I think Debo got finessed. Oh, facts. <laughs> um, which is kind of wild to say that he's getting seventy million dollars and got finessed. But um, it's kind of sounds like kind of sounds like an oxymoron. Um, however, I just I, I feel like to have this holdout and to do all of this and to only get the same contract as him, um, you know, I, I just thought it was weird, man. Like it, it just it just seemed underwhelming. I understood why he took the three-year route. So that way you can hit the market again at 29. You still get some bread. I just felt like he should have been pushing closer to a 60, 65 guaranteed Mm -hmm. um, because of those injuries. Um, And because, yo, y'all, you know, to lead them into the playoffs, he was carrying that squad. He was carrying that squad. He was carrying them. He was carrying them. Absolutely. to To be able to move a wide receiver to running back and him being if not just as effective, more effective at that position, to be able to be a two-position two, uh, player like that in, in that type of offense, I just feel like he fits that Shanahan offense perfectly, and I feel like mm. he kind of his him and his agent kind of undervalued him a little bit. Yeah, he uh, surprisingly enough, DK had more rushing touchdowns last year than receiving touchdowns. He you had, talking about Debo? You I'm sorry, Debo? Debo, Debo, my fault, Debo. Debo had eight rushing touchdowns and six receiving touchdowns. He did... Uh, maybe we got to wait another season, but he's on the road to beating the injury allegations, the injury prone allegations, because he only played seven games in his second year, but played 16 last year and 15 his rookie year. So we'll see this year if he beats those allegations for real, for real. Um, Let me ask y'all this, though. What's up? Okay, Because I don't I, my word would be equal. Right. I don't think he got finesse. And I'm going to tell you why. <clears throat> tell me if any of these wide receivers. Uh-huh. All right, tell me if Debo is better than any of these wide receivers. Okay. Tariq Hill. No. Devontae Adams. No. No. Cooper Cup. No. no. Stephon Diggs. No. No. And A.J. Brown. No. There's a conversation. No, wait, wait. There's a conversation. There's a conversation. There's a conversation. Don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. No, wait, hold on. Listen, and if it was A.J. Brown, I'll say real quick, I'll say A.J. Brown only because I think Brown's a little bit more durable and I like his body more. 
I like his body type. I'm just saying that there's a conversation. There's a conversation, absolutely. But the first three or four guys you said, absolutely. The first four people outright are they're they're the highest paid wide receivers in the league. You know who's right under them? AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. Debo's in he's in the right area. I do think he could have gotten a little more guaranteed. I, I do agree with that. But you have to understand he hasn't hit that top four guys yet. He ain't hit that I'm getting 57 or 60 mil guaranteed. He got the 58. I think that's solid for all of these what, other guys. What did Tyreek Hill get? What did Tyreek Hill get? I can, I can tell I can tell you. I'm looking at it right now. He got four years, 120, 25 signing bonus, uh, 72.2 guaranteed. And yeah. how many and how much did Devontae mm-hmm. Adams get? Because those I, are the guys who uh, see, he got 64, 65.7 mil. I can tell you. I'm looking at all their contracts right now. Uh Devontae got oh, Devontae got cash, boy. Five years, 140, 28. Uh, I'm sorry, 19 signing bonus, 65.6 guaranteed. Yeah, Oof. see, I, I, I felt like Debo probably should have went at like 60, 62, 63 guaranteed. No. Because, not, because but not though, if you look at the rest not, of the league, though. Not he's if you not, look at the he's rest not, of the He's not better than those guys. Ooh. However, however, I don't know a single, I don't know if a single one of them can do the things that Debo did going, you know, from week eight on to the rest of the to the rest of the year. He oh. was carrying that squad. You know, that, that's kind of what I was gonna get at too. Like, like that, that. at the end of the day, his value was crazy. Go ahead, Josh. I feel like my word would be puzzling just because, like, I don't think it's necessarily always just about ability or about like talent. It's more so about your value. What do you bring to your team? So I feel like Debo has a lot more value than some of those people that you named, although he's not as good of a receiver as them. Um, Honestly, the the one guy and uh, not even these two guys that who's I think agent should have got a more bread is Cooper Cup. Cooper, oh, yeah, got, Cooper, he got three he years. Got, he got the 75 million guaranteed. Bro. I mean, yeah, but like. Oh, yeah. Nah, if, bro. That's crazy. Bro, bro. he got 75 million. No, guaranteed. I, but, but I'm saying he got three years, 80 million, 75 guaranteed, which is basically a fully guaranteed contract. But I thought Cooper should have got like 100 mil. Like, I'm I'm just saying, hey, I just had the best wide receiver season of the last decade, and I won Super Bowl MVP. But I'm also sure he also did that to, you know, Take off so they could Aaron Donald, oh, Matthew yeah, Stafford, you know what and, I mean? And he could, he could maybe redo, redo hit the market again. Yeah, he can hit the market maybe, again. Maybe, well, he'll be 32 when this contract is over, so we'll see what's happening. But you know, uh, you know, like y'all, y'all ever seen Jaws? Dunna, 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 the dunna, dunna. I can't wait till Justin Jefferson hit the market, boy. Oh, yo, boy, we sit here talking about we're talking about DK and Debo. Hey, how much? How much did Tyreek? How much guaranteed did Tyreek Hill get? Tyreek got seventy-two. And when is when is Jay Jetta hitting the market? He'll he'll be next Next summer, right? This summer coming up, yeah. Oh yeah, he's oh yeah, he's get seventy-five. Seventy-five. He might get. He might get eighty. He might get I, feel like the, I feel like the guaranteed money is more so what you need to be looking at anyway. Yeah, like I feel like exactly. That really that's all you need to be looking at. Hey, yeah, listen, because listen, Justin, theory. I'm gonna read off real quick before we move on. Justin Jefferson's first two years in the league, rookie year, 1,400, seven touchdowns, uh, 88 receptions. Then the next year, 108 receptions, 16, 16 yards, 10 touchdowns, and you, we've seen him play. It's scary. Uh, so I think he's gonna. I think his agent was just watching Debo and DK sign, and was just burning hand. Imagine, imagine if you had a better QB than Kirk Cousins. Yeah, 
But hey, but hey, man. Also, and then the next summer, we gonna get Jamar. Mm, not uh, the next. Yeah, the next summer, Jamar Chase is going to hit the market. So, uh, man, yeah, the wide receiver. We're just we're just going to keep going up, up, up. But yo, let's finish the show how we've been doing the last couple weeks with NFL record predictions. This week, we are doing the AFC South. Um, if you're at home listening, feel free to play along. We're going to be reading out the team schedules. We're going to try to, you know, get through this one because I don't know if I speak speak for y'all guys, but I don't give a damn about anybody in the AFC South. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't care about these guys. We have to do our due diligence. Um, I wish we could, like, take, like, teams, like, from the AFC South and do how, like, the NFL does and show the games we don't want to watch on, like, NFL Network. <laughs> and we just we just show the record predictions on Instagram, like, yo, this, this on NBA TV. <laughs> or this on, this on Prime Video, right. Amazon Prime. <laughs> like, remember, y'all remember when they were showing Thursday night games on Twitter? Bro, yes. Yeah. Yeah, bro, the, bro, the WNBA does that now. They show their games on Facebook, Twitter, and Amazon Prime. I know. Um, so, hey, nah, real quick though, just want to let the WNBA players know listen, hey, I support y'all. I paid for League Pass. We out here. I'll oh, yeah. Hey, man, we support, hey, me and Cal, hey, if y'all want to slot with us next summer, we're going to a Vegas Aces we're going game. To bro. A, yeah, we're going to a Vegas Aces yes, game. Yes, sir. I'm, oh, I'm, 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 a Ve- I'm, a, I'm a Vegas Aces fan, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, I respect the Asia Wilson, man. I respect <laughs> it, man. So we're going to do the Texans first. Okay. Jesus, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, guys, let's just come on. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tough it. We're gonna tough it out. All right, Houston Texans, everybody ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, bet. Let's get it. All right, week one, home Colts at Broncos at the Bears, home Chargers at the Jags, bye week at the Raiders, home Titans, home Eagles, road Giants. Home Commanders, Road Dolphins, Home Browns, Road Cowboys, Home Chiefs. Oh, my God. Road Titans, Home Jags, and then Road Colts. Yo, who made their schedule, bro? <laughs> yeah, that shit is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. They're going to be terrible. I got them yeah. starting the season one and three off rip. I got him starting on four. <laughs> <laughs> Low key, that Bears game is the only one I think they could might be able to because the Bears might have the worst roster in the league, bro. Um, hmm. But yo, yay! What you got? What, what are the Texans doing, my boy? Um, yeah, they they gonna be in that Bryce Young sweepstakes, my boy. <laughs> they they I got I got them at five and twelve, or I guess five and thirteen now. I'm, um wait five, yeah, no five and twelve five, is right. five and twelve five is right. right oh yeah five and twelve yeah, five right. and twelve is right yeah. um yeah i think they probably they probably win in chicago um i think they'll probably split with jacksonville um i think they'll uh i think they'll split with tennessee and then i think they'll ble- beat the giants um the giants or the Crazy. commanders one of the two but that's about it. They they are gonna have a rough season, man. I got the same record, five and twelve. I don't think they win any of these. Uh, big. I, they're not beating the Chiefs, Cowboys. Deshaun will be back by week thirteen. They don't beat the Browns. They don't beat the Dolphins. To me, um, they damn sure don't beat the Eagles, the Raiders, or the Chargers. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. Don't beat the Broncos either. And I think the Colts sweep them. Um, just because yeah. of defense, and I don't think they're deep. I think the Colts actually have a, a solid offense. But yeah, I got them at five and twelve as well. Well, Josh, I yeah. got I got the Texans going four and thirteen. 
Okay. Um, Respect. Pretty close to what, what Ye said. I think they're going to split with Jacksonville and Tennessee. I had them beating the Bears and the Commanders. Those are their, will be their four wins on the year. Um, that's not a lot of not a lot to look forward to as a Texans fan this year. So yeah, there's never a lot that. to look forward to. Calvin, what you got? <laughs> um, I got them three and fourteen, bro. I, I think <laughs> I think they about to be some dog shit. I think they um I think the only games they win, and I have them here. I have them winning against the Bears week three. I think that's a sneaky game. They might can get out. Um, I think they beat Jags once, so that's two. And then the last game I had them winning was the Giants. Sorry, Josh. Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. You were here when we predicted the NFC East, dog. It's, it ain't safe, bro. Uh, <laughs> let's let's move on uh, to the Jacksonville football Jaguars, unfortunately. Um, another team I don't really care much about. Um, let's do it. Uh, y'all ready? You said Tennessee, uh, right? No, it's Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Ooh, we played it. All right, let's get it. Road Commanders, home Colts, road Chargers, road Eagles, home Texans, road Colts, home Giants, home Broncos, home Raiders, road Chiefs, bye week, home Ravens, road Lions, road Titans, home Cowboys, road Jets, road Texans, home Titans. I think that is the harder schedule than the Texans personally arguably yeah because you're going Broncos Raiders Chiefs Ravens and a four game back to back to back to back I have them losing all four <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah man I think they split with the Texans they beat them they might beat the Giants maybe Oof. I think they can beat the Jets Oh man, this yo, they might win three or four games, bro. I'm not even that's not even being hyperbolic. <laughs> you said you only think they're gonna win three or four games. I, I'm looking at their schedule, bro. Like when I nah, saw they they're gonna, they gonna when, win more than that. When I saw no, when I saw they were playing like the Chiefs and the Ravens, I was like, oh shit, did it got serious? I was like, oh I now listen, I do think they go through a little run where they go through like four games straight that they lose, but I got them actually going seven and ten. I think they start the uh, year Ooh. out. I think they start a year out 2-0. I think they beat the Commanders and the Colts. Um, and oh. I think it gives them a little false hope. And then they get smacked in the mouth by the Chargers and Eagles. Um, come back, get that game against the Texans. Colts will probably split. Um, I think they do lose to the Giants, though. Um, I've got them winning against the uh, Lions, which is a sneaky game. I know it's in Detroit, but I feel like week 13, maybe somebody steps up. Um, and then I have them beating the Jets and Texans. So, yeah. Yay, what you got? Um, <clears throat> I have them at 6 and 11. Okay. Uh, I think I think they're going to take a step in the right direction. Um, you know, it's, it's just hard for me to base my opinion off of last year just because of just all the shit, the, the shit show that last season was for them. Um you know, awful coach and, you know, t- top to bottom, just awful. Uh, they got, you know, some stability there. I do, I do, I did like the Doug Peterson hire. Um, those yeah, things I like in, that a in, lot. Those things in Inwell in Philadelphia, I think, I think he's still a solid coach. I think he's going to bring the best out of Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, they got ETN coming back, you know, their, their first round pick last year. Um, you know, so I think they'll be all right. I think they'll, they'll split some division games. 
Um, I think a game that they'll probably win that most don't think they will win. Um, I think they're going to win that, that game against the Broncos. Um, Cause I think that one's in London, correct? Or is that the Mexico um, game? They play the Broncos in. Yes. Yeah, Wem- the, the Wembley stadium. They play in London. Yeah. Bruv. And, and they're, and they're always good in London. Always um, good. They're, good. O- they're always good in London. Uh, and I think they'll probably beat the Cowboys as well late late in the year. Um, so yeah, I got them at six and ten, six and eleven. All right, Josh, what you got? I got them at five and twelve. Um, I feel like considering like you know Trevor Lawrence's develop uh, development, I, that's why I kind of gave them like large roster than obviously y'all do. I think them signing Christian Kirk is polishing a turd. Their receiving core is terrible. <laughs> um, so Trevor Lawrence doesn't have many places to get the ball to is why I really don't have faith in them. I have them being very streaky, like getting a, getting a game, losing three, getting a game, losing four. Um, I have them have, I have them with two, three game losing streaks and a four game losing streak. So I feel like they're going to be real up and down this year. And I don't really think that's going to be a, like a Trevor Lawrence thing or a coaching thing. I just think that's just talent. You know, they just, they're just not there talent wise. Um, okay. Yeah, I do, I do have them like getting some sneaky wins in there. I can't remember now because I didn't write down the team, but um, I'm pretty sure I had them. I, I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah. All right. Bet. Now let's go on to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, y'all ready? Yes, sir. All right. At the Houston Texans, at the Jaguars, uh, home Chiefs, home Titans, road Broncos, home Jags, road Titans, home Commanders, road Patriots, road Raiders, home Eagles, home Steelers, road Cowboys, week 14 by road Vikings, home Chargers, road Giants. Home Texans, uh, and that's it. I'm so glad the Chargers play the AFC South. It brings me so much joy. Yeah, this should be a good year for y'all. Uh, oh, okay, that's interesting. Hmm. What what you got, Cal? Um, and this was the coach, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've got them uh, surprisingly ten and seven. Okay. Um, I think they start off the season pretty good, two and zero. Oh, then they lose to the Chiefs. Um, I've got them winning against the Jacksonville Jaguars both times, as well as um, stealing a game from the Patriots. Um, I think they beat Minnesota. I don't think they beat the top tier teams that they're playing against though, like the Eagles, um, the Raiders, or like the Chiefs. Um, and, and also the chargers, but I think they can beat out like the giants, Texans, um, and, and they have a pretty solid season. I don't think it's good enough for them. Well, actually it might be good enough for them to make a wild card or make the playoffs. They could win the division with that. It just depends on, cause you know, this division is, is some, some dog poop. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what you got? Um, I also have them at 10 and seven, um, pretty almost spot on with Cal. I think the only game that he said that he had, he had them losing. I have them winning was, um, was the Patriots. I mean, I, he said they had them 
losing, I have them winning. I think I, I don't know if I said that, but um, was the Patriots. I, I don't know. I just, I, I've been watching the Patriots too long to bet against them. Um, but I just feel like, you know, if Jonathan Taylor can continue his dominance, I, I don't really envision them losing too many games. I, I really feel like the, the season is really predicated on quarterback play. What are we going to see from Matt Ryan? And will Jonathan Taylor be able to continue his his elite level, you know, of of uh, carrying the football? I don't know what the best way of saying that would be. But um, I also kind of have him uh, being a little streaky, um, more so just getting a lot – rattling a lot more wins off at the beginning of the season. But, like, those are a lot more of the attainable games. Um, I, so, um, yeah, I don't know. The Colts are kind of weird because I'm not really too sure what, what to expect from Matt Ryan. So that's why I'm really, like, on the fence about where they could be as a as a potential playoff team. Yo, I forgot how freaking dominant Jonathan Taylor was last year, bro. 1,811 yards, ran for 18 touchdowns, and caught two more. Are you serious? Like, if, Listen, if Cooper Cup didn't have the year he did, yeah. he, yeah. he would have got Offensive Player of the Year. Abs- uh, absolutely, absolutely. He really did that on the back half of the year, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, what you yeah. got? Jonathan Taylor for MVP. Um, yeah. I have, I have the Colts at 11 and 6. Ooh, spicy! Um, I think I think they're going to be a really good squad. I I, I like the move of Matt Ryan. I really like that move a lot. Um, considering that they have <clears throat> that bell cow in the back, Jonathan Taylor, I think he's probably going to be an MVP, you know, front runner um, this year. Um, I'm also, you know, uh, two. They made two moves on the defense side that I think a lot of people forgot. Um, picking up Yannick and Gagwe, um, who was Absolutely. a guy who had, was making a lot of noise with the Jags. Um, then I know he went to, I think, I know he went to Baltimore for a little bit, kind of fizzled out there. Um, and then he had a, he had a 10 sack season last year with, in Oakland. Um, so adding that to the defensive line, oh, as well as, you know, as well as Darius Leonard. Um, and then another move they made on the defense end is getting Stefan Gilmore. Um, Stefan Gilmore, who I think oh, still I has some, some, some left I in the I forgot about that. I forgot yeah. all about that. Yeah, him wow. still having some left in the tank, um, as well as keeping that you know O line intact. I, I think they're going to have a, a pretty good year because you know they went nine and you know eight with Carson Wentz, you know folding towards yeah. the end of the year. <laughs> you plug and play Car- uh, Matt Ryan in that offense. Um, I think I think they're going to be solid. We got to sneak that Wentz slander in, bro. It keeps us young for sure. Um, okay, <laughs> last but not least, man, uh, the Tennessee Titans, bro. The team that I feel like is in good team purgatory. We know you're probably going to be decent, but can you really compete for something? That's the question. Last time we saw these guys, uh, Ryan Tannehill was uh, throwing the ball to the other team uh, in the second round of the playoffs. Or was that the first round? No, it was the second round. Yep, then the divisional round. No, nah, that, nah, that was wild. That was the first round. No, it was, yeah. no, it was, no, it was divisional because the Bengals played the Raiders in the first round, and then they beat the Titans in the second round. No, they played the Raiders oh, yeah. in the second round. No, they didn't. Raiders oh. didn't want to. Yeah, Raiders didn't want to play. Yeah, who did the Titans beat? The Titans, they had, a, they had a bye, bro. No way they had. They there's no way they, they had, had a bye, bro. They oh, did. They did. They, they did. Like a, you're right. <laughs> they did. Damn, they did stick it to that bye. You're right. And, and uh. the bye won't worth a damn. That's damn, right. You are right. Nope. <laughs> won't worth a damn. Uh, but yo, let's get through the Tennessee Titans real quick before we get out of here. Um, y'all ready? All right, Tennessee Titans start the season. Home Giants, Road Bills, Home Raiders, Road Colts, Road Commanders, Bye Week, Home Colts, Road Texans, Road Kansas City Chiefs, Home Broncos, 
um, road Packers, home Bagels, road Eagles, home Jags, road Chargers, home Texans, home Cowboys, road Jags. Yo, the AFC South is in for a fucking Hey, bro, they they play some heavy hitters, bro. That's back to back to back, too. And a lot of those, um, I think they're really going to be test. They're really going to be tested for real for a week nine through week 15. Week nine, Mm -hmm. they go road Chiefs, home Broncos, road Packers, home Bengals, road Eagles, home Jags, trap game, and then road Chargers in a six week span. (laughs) It's it's Um, it's unfortunately, unfortunately, Derrick Henry can only get you, but so far, um, yeah, he so said that I, two years ago. I got these boys <laughs> going, um, eight and nine. Okay, I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they have a good season this year. I do think they start off strong, you know. I'm sorry, Josh, they, they beat the Giants. I think they can also beat the Bills <laughs> in that first, in that second week, right? It is a Monday night game. Or a Monday, yeah, it's Monday night game. So like, maybe uh, um. they, maybe they have a little magic. Maybe Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, do some stuff. But like the the stretch you said, um, Dre, the um, I think it's the Chiefs through the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, bro, there's no, they're going on like a five game losing streak, straight up. And they <laughs> and they might lose to Jacksonville because, like you said, it's a trap game. It's in between the Eagles and Chargers. That man, they they might. They might get packed up, so I'm thinking they either go seven and ten or eight and nine. And what's crazier, bro? I think just like looking at it with context, they play the Broncos on a Sunday, then got to go to Lambeau that next Thursday. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> and then you're back at home against the Chiefs. I mean, I'm sorry, against the Bengals. Then you're on the road to go play Yay and them boys at Lincoln Financial. <laughs> it's it's, it's not it's, it's not safe. Yeah. It is not yeah, right. safe. And then you know they got to come see the Jack Boys week 15. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's really not safe. Um, I got them actually the same exact record as Calvin said, um, eight and nine. I think that this is uh, the the beginning of the end of the Ryan Tannehill dynasty um, in uh, Tennessee. I believe that they drafted uh, Malik Willis for a reason. Um and yeah, man, I, I just think that you can, like Calvin said, and like Ye has said on multiple occasions, you can only go but so far, man. If your if your best player is a running back, I don't know, bro. It's really easy to scheme against in the playoffs, bro. As we've seen teams do it time and time again. So yeah, man, uh, I think they go eight and nine. I think they missed the playoffs, and I got the Colts winning this division. Josh, well, for me, I have them going eight and nine. You already okay. know I'm banging with the gang. You know what I'm saying? So they lose in the fir- I have them losing the first three weeks. And I oh, actually wow. got them sp- <laughs> I have them splitting with Indianapolis. So I think they're gonna take that first game from Indianapolis and they're gonna get that game against the commanders. But then it gets real ugly. I think I think from week ten to week um no, actually from week nine to week fourteen or to week thirteen, I have them losing all of those games. But I do think they're going to salvage a little bit of their season on the back end. I feel like they can do something against um, basically week 14 through week, week 18. I think they could steal a game from the Chargers. And I think they also could steal a game from the Cowboys. Um, I just think that just just strictly based off of Derrick Henry's ability alone, I really have no faith in anybody else on that team other than him. And that's really why I'm giving them a cosign. But. As of right now, it's not looking very good for them at all. If, shit, yeah, if they can't stay you, healthy, bro. bro. They they might be they might be in the in the 
in that uh that sweepstakes for them one of those top QBs. I think it's too big of a blow when you lose AJ Brown too. It's just yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. And yeah. then you don't have Julio this year. Like who's even a part of your receiving core? Uh they got um what's my man from Los Angeles, bro? Um Robert Woods. Okay. Yeah. Coming, coming, <laughs> off, right, right. coming off of ACL, right? I'm not trying to make it seem like he's dirt or anything. I mean, but just like, he, we don't okay. know. If he, he might be dirt. He's coming off of ACL. He missed a whole year. True. So, uh, yeah. Yay. Take us home. What you got? Um, I have him at 6 and 11. Oh, wow. I say, I, a fall I, I think from grace. <laughs> I think, I think they're going to struggle big time. Um, I, I think they'll be in games. Like, I don't think that you know, they're just going to be out here getting blown out by everybody. Um, but I don't think that they have, I don't think offensively, I don't think they have enough. Um, I do have concerns about Derrick Henry, you know, coming off the foot injury. Um, and just, you know, it, it's just about that time where, you know, for lack of a better term, run it, you know, a power running back like him begins to kind of decline and fall apart. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily injuries, but I, I could see him possibly losing a step or two. And you know, it's just when, too much volume, bro. Too much volume yeah. over too much time. When uh, you know, when you're relying on a rookie receiver and Traylon Burks, and he's been looking good in camp, you know, so I hear. But when you're relying on a rookie receiver to kind of be the focal point of your passing game, and you have Ryan Tannehill at your starting quarterback, I, I think that's a recipe for disaster. Um, you know, hopefully they give Malik Willis a chance to maybe salvage their season. Um, I'm I'm looking at their schedule. I'm thinking maybe that Broncos game might be a good time to insert him into the lineup um, just because they'll, they'll probably get, they'll probably get smoked by Kansas city. Um, on, I believe that's primetime game. Um, so they'll probably get smoked by Kansas city. Hopefully they insert him then. Uh, but yeah, I think the, the, the team's on struggle. All right. So we, does that mean we all have the Colts winning the AFC South? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, AFC South is going to be won by the Indianapolis Colts, man. Glad we got that stupid division out of the way. Next week, we're back to the AFC North, man. We're back where things are spicy and very, very cold. Um, Lamar Jackson still has not signed his uh, contract extension. We're waiting patiently. Calvin, I don't know if you're getting nervous yet. Um, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I, it's on the way, bro. It's on the way. Apparently, he's I, I just hollered at him. He's worked at a, he's worked with a throwing coach this uh this offseason to put a tighter spiral on his ball. Um and yeah, so we'll see. So so Dre, this is this is what I hate about the Ravens organization. So mm-hmm. yeah, they they put that out saying, yo, he worked with a spiral, you know, to get the spiral right. Mm-hmm. The 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 next video they fucking posted, the throw <laughs> he had, that shit was wobbling like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what are y'all doing, man? But also, just as a as a quick side note, I know we didn't get to it. I just wanted to give a huge shout out to everybody who did play in the pro am. Uh, Malachi oh, yeah. Flynn scored seventy three. I don't know if y'all saw that. Yeah, he's been going nuts. Yeah, and Jay Crossover. Somebody signed Jay Crossover, bro. He had like forty six, I think, or some some crazy. So man, I, I did think he retired? Didn't he officially retire? He officially retired. Yeah. Well, tell oh, him to get out of retirement. I think. Bro. Hey, man. Hey, Josh. Kyle Lowry's still on the roster, so. Uh, yeah, get that nigga out of here. We'll, tra- <laughs> but, but yo, we'll that's trade a- Kyle Lowry for, for Jamal Crawford. He can Kyle Lowry can play in the crossover. <laughs> but yo, hot take, hot take. I think Lamar should play this season out without a contract. Whoa, yeah, that's a super hot take. I mean, run it up. Go ahead and run it up. He's gonna get yeah. that 275. Yeah, you so yeah, you're saying go ahead, throw 33 touchdowns, lead us to the playoffs, um, and play 16 games. Now he ain't gonna have thirty three passing touchdowns, but 
Hey, chill out. Hey, <laughs> no, like, like, go out, ball out, show your worth again, mm-hmm. and then go get cashed out. I think I think he should take the risk rather than trying to sign Ooh. a deal that he clearly doesn't want to sign. And that scary. is a risk. Um, I mean, he's not necessarily missing out on no bread this season. Uh, since he was a first round pick, this fourth, this fifth uh, year uh, option, um, he's gonna get twenty three million uh, this this uh, season. So. Because he can let, because he can leverage it, because yeah. he would be the first quarterback to hit the market. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, Nick, I guess Tom Brady, happen. but you know, what I'm saying yeah, it just sure. doesn't happen. So it he just can leverage happen. that too. I, I think I think hey. he should probably just play it. And if he if he does it, bro, and he hits the market next summer, Lamar is gonna be a hot commodity. And Josh, no disrespect, but I I would hope that the New York Football Giants throw their hat in the ring. Oh, if we don't, I hope y'all Wait, throw y'all had to read. Hey, hey, I, I seen. I don't know if y'all seen. He also put on like twenty five pounds of muscle. Yeah, he's he's jacked right now, bro. For yeah. real. Yeah, um, he's, he's solid. But yeah, hey man, that's our show. We'll see y'all next week, bro. Like, rate, subscribe on all podcasts and platforms. We out. Right beside, I was on the east side, I was on the south side, I was at the breakfast club, I ain't even get inside. Then I seen that die, that had my eyes wide. Auntie's in the two five with the sweet potato pie, like give him, give Tell them niggas I'm gon' live it up. I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up. Tell them, tell them I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up. Riding with the pistol, tuck. Whip it like a semi, yeah, I whip it like a semi truck.